0: Cosmic Canvas Studio presents...
1: We're so bad at adventuring!
2: It's not too far to get this Interaxis
3: layer from here.
2: Yeah! We're gonna mess him up something
3: fierce! It's amazing
2: how easy it is to get back into this dungeon.
3: Yeah, well, that service tunnel made it pretty easy. Kind of shocking how poorly guarded these service tunnels are. You told the Guardian that you left your medication on level three and you die without it.
2: Revenge is my medication, Bob, and I am going to die without it.
3: That Guardian shared a heartfelt story about living with a chronic illness, and you two bonded over a lie! Well, he doesn't know
2: it's a lie.
3: He will once he realizes that Sickington's disease is made up. Oh, he'll be fine.
2: Come on, we're almost to the lair of Sinterex. Wait! You too!
4: Like, slow down!
3: Anna! And a bastard!
2: Cinterax is an ancient wizard of unknowable evil! You cannot fight him! Oh, I'm going to fight him! I'm going to fight him, and I'm going to win. Yeah! Bob, you can't seriously be approving of this plan.
3: Dude, it is a guaranteed fact that all my relationships end suddenly due to my antics. I'm just happy enough to watch one end without it being my fault. He's your best friend. And that honor usually carries a death sentence. Besides, once he gets something into his head, literally nothing will stop him until he hits the cold wall of reality. I'm not an idiot. Don't
2: talk about me like I'm not in the room.
3: What? When did you get here?
4: Like, Thornwick, why would you try to fight this ancient and powerful wizard?
2: Because, Anna, I am tired of being mocked, pushed around, and scorned. I will defeat him and destroy this dungeon for good. No more Mr. Nice, Thornwick.
3: When have you ever been nice? I'm kind of nice. I once watched you push a guy into a well because he asked you for a meal. Yes, but that's because I thought him
2: being a... Hobo, was attempting to rob me, and so I reflexively pushed him back in a judgmental terror push. How is that even close to being nice? I threw my spare change into the well
4: after him.
3: Well, that does sound pretty nice.
4: I approve. Um,
2: no. Not even close, gang.
4: Not even a little?
2: You have much to learn, my elven friend. Being good involves so much more than just throwing change to a homeless man who's trapped in a well.
3: That is my exact definition of good. Mine too.
2: Anyway, look. Thornwick, you've tried to do this before, over and over again. You've sought out to destroy this dungeon, and you didn't feel any different after you blew it up, did you? I felt important for like five to 10 seconds. Then what happened? He got blasted
3: right in the bones by a doom genie.
2: Right in the bones. Will you forever define your value by what you can do? Is the only thing that makes you valuable the fact that you can blow up dungeons and endure bone-blasting magic? Look, Rex, it's easy for you to tell me what I need to accomplish in my life to pass down judgments from on high. You're handsome.
3: Allegedly. Heroic. Allegedly.
2: Strong.
3: Allegedly. And
2: Bob's best friend. Allegedly. Damn it!
3: See what happens when you narrate. Allegedly narrate. Anyway,
2: you have so much going for you, so of course you're going to try and tell me how my life should be like yours. But the reality is, whatever fulfillment or happiness or whatever stupid reason you're trying to push on me is, it's not going to work. The only way I can find value in life is if I go into that chamber, right over there, look Sinterax in the eye, and challenge him to a duel. My friend, I'm not strong because of the Sword on my back. I'm not successful due to the fact that I've saved the world so many times I've lost count. I'm not fulfilled because I'm married to a wonderful princess. All of these things are gifts, yes, but they're not fulfillment. Fulfillment is something far beyond material things.
3: Yeah, like the pleasure found from chucking a rocket at know-it-all bastard. It can't be quantified or clarified, but it truly is the finest pleasure. Oh. Knock it off, Bob. Oh,
4: are we supposed to throw rocks at him again? It's what all good humans should
3: do. Ouch! Anna, quit it!
4: Sorry. I'm just doing what, like, a human is supposed to do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Enough, all of you. Enough sermonizing. Enough rock-throwing. I'm not going to let the main story end a week early. Today is the day... I get my plot resolution. I'm the A plot today.
3: Dude, we are a C plot at best. Wait! Thornwick! Sinterax?
2: I, Thornwick, have come to challenge you. Who dares enter my lair? Um. I, Thornwick, have come
5: to challenge. And what do you desire, Thornwick? To challenge you. Great! I haven't been challenged in forever. What are you thinking? Some kind of word game? Checkers? Oh, how about that one game where you see an object and I've got to figure out what it
2: is? I spy?
5: I believe the kids are calling it nowadays?
2: No. I am here to fight you. To kill you. Come again? I... Thornwick, arcane student of the arts, who may or may not be a college dropout, I'm here to defeat you in a duel to the magical death.
5: (laughs) Wow, dude, there are way less painful ways to kill yourself. Yeah, but this is the most entertaining one. Very well. Come in, all. Enter into my sanctum. Here you will see that the walls in this room shows me all the people in my dungeon. I can watch as they face horrors, battle evils, and above all, entertain the crap out of me. Behold!
4: Like, hey, there's me and my grope. We're like battling the darkest horror of the deep.
2: And on that wall, there's me. I'm heroically leaping in front of that boulder to stop it from crushing that small group of orphans that were actually nightmare beasts in disguise. In retrospect, I... Really should have noticed that those weren't orphans at all. Indeed, these walls tell the story of this dungeon,
5: and have recorded many heroic or meaningless deaths. Now, Thornwick, gaze upon your mightiest feet.
2: So now that Grax is asleep, let's grab the one true Sword of Guidance from him and replace it with the regular rusty sword.
3: <laughs> Genius! He won't miss it! <laughs> Got it! Now it will guide us to victory! The, the Sword of Guidance! It, it's pointing forward! Follow it! Follow it! It's just leading us to a giant hole. It's
2: leading us to the next level, Bob. Onward, to victory!
3: Was there victory at the bottom of that giant hole? No,
2: just spikes.
3: Are you dead?
2: Not yet.
3: Awesome. Hey, didn't we steal Grax's sword of guidance like two weeks ago and replace it with a normal sword? I remember sliding this exact sword into his hilt. Bob,
2: did I just charge into a spike trap because you randomly pointed a regular sword forward? Yeah. Well, I'm... Insensely embarrassed watching that.
4: How are either of you still alive?
3: Ah, crap! I was leaning over the spikes trying to stare into the abyss and I fell into it too!
4: (laughs) This was your
5: greatest feat?
2: Is my wall busted? Greatest feat! Bob, look. those adventurers left behind nearly 12 pieces of gold and a ham bone with some meat left on it. Oh, give it to me. You got the last ham bone. This one's mine. I'll kill you over it. I'll die before I hand this scrap of meat over to you. <laughs>
4: wow. <laughs> um... It's
5: mine forever. Did you hear me? Greatest. Greatest
2: feat. Well... For some reason, Bob is entirely encased in ice. Oh, look, a free potion! Next. I just do not understand why anyone would put a book about free magical spells in a
3: bear trap. Who would do that? I got dibs on the hacksaw after you're done with it. Next.
2: This beautiful painting must be one of those portals to a secret world. Ah, death bear! Quick, Bob, let's charge face
3: first into this magical painting to escape.
2: Bob, it's not a magical portal at all. And I think I chipped my tooth.
3: Did you say dive into a painting? Away! Oh, I think I broke my face.
2: Okay,
5: cut. Wow, really? You, of all people, want to kill me?
2: All of those moments were taken out of context. Okay, Bob, I'm beginning to believe that none of these spell books on the ground are rap free I'll get the hacksaw. Those were all out of context. Listen, Thornwork shut it, Grax. Cintrax, you may be the most powerful wizard in the world. You may be someone who I look up to and might have invited to my 10th through 28th birthday parties. But don't think that I don't have the guts to fight you. I want to matter. And if the only thing that will make this cold, cruel world seem a little bit brighter to me is fighting you... Then I'll do it.
5: Yeah!
3: Yell at his face!
2: At your face.
5: <laughs> Look, kid, you don't have a chance in hell of defeating me. I've got more magic in my left ankle than you do in your entire right ankle. Dude, don't challenge
3: my buddy's ankles. I'll have you know that after those bear traps, he has the strongest ankles in all the land.
2: Raise your magical hands and grab your spellbook centerax. I challenge you to a duel. Fine. If it's a duel you want, it's a duel you'll
5: get. Ancient power of the land, destroy Thornwick's favorite hand.
2: Ah! Oh, you said it so fast, I can't even counter it. Thornwick! Ah! Oh, my antique glass hand, Cinteract shattered it. The way of magic went right into my bag and blew my entire collection into thousands of little pieces.
3: Man, I told you, those things were creepy enough as it is.
2: Antique glass hands aren't creepy, Bob. They're art.
3: They are creepy, weird art that I see sometimes crawl out of your bag and walk around at
2: night. How is that creepy? Sometimes my glass hands like to go for walks. (laughs) You see, Thornwick? Had I actually worded
5: the spell slightly differently, I could have removed you from reality. Removed all of your friends' memories from reality and wiped any of your existence off of the face of the earth.
3: Which in reality is literally like the four of our memories.
5: Well, I wasn't ready. You'll never be ready. Now, I have a strict no-having-to-mop-my-own-sanctum-floors policy, so out. I proved my point.
2: As long as this dungeon still stands, you must be stopped. Fine. Tell you
5: what, I'm a sporting man. I'll make you a deal. Behind my sanctum lies the Dreaming Deep Dragon, a being of incomprehensible terror. A creature so ancient and powerful that it has been known to cause madness in most men just from talking to it. If you, being the self-superior and incompetent jackass that you are, so desire, you can go in there, fight that dragon. And if you kill it, I will destroy this dungeon. For real? For real? Sure, why not? This place is a major waste of time anyway. As hard as I try, I just can't figure out how to... Never mind. That's not for you to know.
2: Thornwick! You can't go in there. Legend has it that dragon is horrifying beyond all comprehension! Screw you, Gregs! You never once believed in me! I feel like I have sufficient reason to not believe in you. Come on, man! Can I help? Sure, if you want. Fine. Then I shall help as well.
4: Like, I'll help too.
2: No dice! You both have done
5: extraordinary things! Anna, you are a monster, and therefore you have natural advantage when it comes to fighting. And Grax, come on, dude. You're so heroic that you could probably kill that thing. This is a not-hero adventure only.
2: I'd rather battle you than let these two face certain death, and I'd rather be scavenging for bacteria
5: at the bottom of the ocean for my weird wizard experiments. Let's do this.
2: That's enough. I told you before, I don't want your help. I'm going to win this on my own. But you're
3: going No, screw
2: you. Come on, Bob.
3: Let's go. Man, are you really sure this is a good idea? You, you get really lucky that Cintrax was drunk enough to be merciful to you. He is not drunk. I can literally smell the whiskey from here.
2: Oh, I thought that was you.
3: It might be. I was hitting the bottle pretty hard when you announced suicide by Cintrax plan. Not even you
2: believe in me, do you?
3: I believe in you enough to where I'll die alongside you or watch you die. That should be enough for you.
2: Don't think that your willingness to fight alongside me lets you off the hook for your filthy, filthy lies earlier. you still got to hash that out.
3: Ugh, really? For once, can't we just loosen the continuity and pretend it didn't happen? Never. Alright, we gonna do this or not?
2: Let's do it, Bob. Let's go through this room and defeat the Dreaming Deep Dragon.
3: A litter of assassinations away! Oh...
2: Bob we did it we managed to go through a door and into a room
3: man a whole season ago that would have been at least 20 minutes of arguing now it was only 15 minutes of arguing okay what is it I don't think this dragon
2: sounds that bad
3: eh dragons are interesting beings all right Ancient, powerful, primal. And if you hop the wall in a petting zoo, they're liable to maul you or the handler that heroically rushes in to save you. (laughs) Man, that was a great trip to the zoo. 25 was a great birthday. There, I see it. Look in the back. It's a massive, dark, purple dragon. I think it's sleeping. Oh,
2: he did not send us to kill a sleeping dragon, did he?
3: No, I think it's dreaming, not sleeping. can't dream without sleeping, balls. Yeah, you can. I do it all the time. Usually when you're talking to me. That's called daydreaming. It's basically the same thing.
1: Who come forth?
3: Whoa, did you hear that? Ah, oh, it echoed within my mind.
1: I say again to you, who comes forth?
3: We do.
2: We're gonna kill you. I'm Thornwick, and I am here to slay you in order to stop a powerful wizard, who I am a big fan of, from running this
1: dungeon. Am I dreaming? No. But yet the body sleeps. The mind is awake, and I see you.
2: Hey, his eyes are closed. Maybe he's
1: sleep-talking.
2: Stab him in the eye, quick.
1: Do not be deceived, sons of man. For while the body sleeps, the mind awakens.
3: Is that a riddle?
1: I am most curious. You seek to slay me? That is perhaps one of the worst decisions ever.
3: Why? I wanted to
1: ask
2: that. Too slow, you jerk. Okay, but the next prompting for backstory questions I'm getting.
3: (laughs) No guarantees.
1: I am one of the seven primal forces created, for dragons are not of this world. They are from a realm far beyond your understanding. I am from whence all dreams come, and all dreams flow through my ancient body. Well,
2: the only thing that's about to flow through your body is a bunch of spears. And a spell!
1: Maybe two spells, if I'm lucky. My skin is as stone. My mind is as diamond. No spell can touch me, and no...
3: Thornwick! He's impervious to my rock-throwing strategy! Okay, I doubt
1: rocks are going to kill it. You are here on a fool's errand, but I have dreamt about you, Thornwick.
3: Well,
2: that's
1: creepier. I have seen you walk these corridors, searching for meaning. You will not find it between my jaws. Leave me.
2: That's where you are wrong, you monster. You might seem to think that you're so big and tough, but I've honestly felt stronger colds.
1: <laughs> Do you not know the power of a primal force? Do you even know the terror that you gaze upon? I slumber for the time of rending has not yet come, But rest assured, all will burn before me when I awaken.
3: How are you not awake if you're talking to us? This has got to be the most confusing subplot ever. It's not a subplot, Bob. It's the main plot. Dude, we're a subplot of a subplot.
1: Shut it. The mind stirs and watches. Go away, little people. Go away while you still have a chance to slumber and dream. For the dreams that you carry in your head right now will only lead to death. That's right, your death.
3: You tell that ancient dragon of a noble terror, Thornwick. For you see,
2: while everyone else scorned me, laughed at me, mocked me, the truth is, I still have a secret weapon. What? Behold, you ancient abomination, the Bobinson Staff, repaired after that fool wizard Fergus snapped it in half. Are you kidding me? Don't worry, Bob. The secret code about it being a joke was perfect. Now that I've repaired it, I have unlimited magical power.
3: You are delusional, Thornwick. Stand back, Bob.
1: Why is this human waving two sticks taped together at me?
3: He thinks it's magical.
1: I see.
3: See?
2: I feel powerful energy surging through me at any moment. My magic is amplified.
1: I feel a darkness within me. A pain beyond all pains. I'm growing warm within my face.
3: Are you embarrassed? Because how can you not be?
1: Face me. This faint feeling, a deep desire to awaken from a dream turned into a nightmare. It overcomes me. I cannot endure such an an embarrassing thing.
3: Dude, the dragon's melting into the ground.
1: Darkness comes, but the nightmare will not end.
3: You killed it, Thornwick. It died of embarrassment. <laughs> it worked. I I didn't cast any spells yet. I know, but look at it melt into the ground. You did it. The ancient being of sheer terror died because it was too embarrassed to face you. We are legends. Holy crap. You did it. You killed it.
5: You somehow managed to slay this ancient being. It will be a millennia or so before it is able to return to its physical form. For a primal dragon cannot truly die, but will be reborn someday. But in the meantime, it will dream. A dream of revenge. Sounds great. How? Tell me, mighty Thornwick. How did you kill it? Magic? Cunning? Poisoning (laughs) its soup when it had a cold? Ultimately betraying it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah, Thornwick. <laughs> Tell us all how you killed it. I can only imagine the sheer magical power you must have wielded to defeat it. Not even a mighty wizard such as I, Synterax the Untamable, was able to get that beast to leave or pay rent.
2: Um It died because, um Well, it was afraid of me. And didn't like I, um...
3: It died of embarrassment because Thornwick here is literally such a delusional dumbass that he was willing to wave a stick that was duct taped together in order to defeat an ancient dragon. My only crime is believing
2: in myself. <laughs> did <laughs> did it really happen like that?
5: Yes, Okay.
2: I didn't get a chance to cast my cunning spell because of the whole dying of embarrassment thing. But if I did have the chance to cast that spell, then I would have. And it would have been glorious.
4: You're both alive! Yeah, you missed, uh, You missed an incredible thing. Like, was that dragon slain?
2: Technically.
5: I, I have no words. I do! <laughs> well,
2: that was a colossal waste of everyone's time. Well... A deal's a deal, Cinterax. I guess you're going to have to destroy this dungeon. Ha!
5: No. See, Thornwick, I gave up on the idea of scruples, character or honor, a long time ago. You're probably gonna whine that this is unfair, but guess what? The powerful people make the rules, and you? You're nothing. You couldn't even face a simple horrifying dragon from the nightmares of mankind without screwing it up somehow. I'm not going to blow up this dungeon, because you aren't worth keeping a deal. Wow. Burn. The reality is, Thornwick, you don't have what it takes to be at the top. You don't even have the juice to get to the bottom rung of the top ten. And you never will. I killed it. That dragon was honestly so embarrassed by you that dying was the only foreseeable way to escape the loss of dignity that radiates around you. But you are worthless, Thornwick. Mark my words, you are worthless.
2: Hey, that's enough. Cintarax, you might be a powerful wizard, perhaps even the strongest being on the planet, but you have no right to-
5: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what I just did there, Grax? Using an ancient technique known as subcasting, I released a powerful spell that has caused your mouth to seal up. <laughs> Don't bother me when I'm cutting self important jackaloons down. <laughs> that is awesome. What's the matter, Thornwick? I didn't cast a silent spell on you. Don't you want to say something back to me? I. What can I say? Just what I thought. You're pathetic and spineless. A real fighter. A real somebody would have thrown a fit at me. Would have argued for their self-worth.
3: Instead, you what? Snivel? Whine? <laughs> you're nobody. Hey, he might be a nobody, but damn it, Cinteract's. you gotta admit, it's impressive how he's still alive.
5: Bob, you're the reason he's still alive, and you know it.
3: Hey, I'm just some goofy moron with a short attention span.
5: Sure you are. Sure you are.
3: Bob, your
4: wizard's all pale and shaky.
3: Yeah, it's called crying. Happens when people are sad or punked in front of their friends.
4: So he's sad?
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm not
2: worthless, Cintrax. I'll show you. I'll cast my
5: most powerful spell. While you do that, I'm going to leave. Goodbye, Thornwick. I hope the next time we meet, you are able to at least sort of try to
2: kill me.
3: Well, that was a waste of an afternoon. (laughs) Afternoon.
2: Afternoon. Bob, this was a waste of 12 weeks of our lives. Six months in reality. Six
3: months. So? Man, one time I went on a quest to find the treasure of Joe Mama, and it took me the better part of two years to realize it was just a joke. There was no treasure at all. Uh, I can't do
2: this anymore.
3: I, I can't do this. Hey, man, take it easy
2: easy easy bob we almost died
3: and for what how many times did we risk life and limb and for what um the two million gold pieces worth of artifacts that we have in our bags for nothing nothing bob didn't you hear about the money
2: money doesn't make me feel any different
3: because you're using it wrong. You gotta pay it to a vendor, not try to eat it. You see, that's where I learned... Shut it.
2: I don't know why I even bother trying.
3: Hey, man. I am right there with you. So here's my proposal. We take this serious amount of coin, go off somewhere, buy some big old property, and get in a ton of drinks involving less deadly things. We chose the adventuring life, and it sucked. But hey, it happens. Let's move on and do something better.
2: No, Bob. This... Adventuring,
3: oh,
2: oh, the horror. Bob, this is the only thing that I've ever really, truly liked doing, even though it's terrifying, horrifying, and deadlier than anything else in this world. It's the only thing that makes me feel alive, Bob.
3: That's not true. This stuff turns you into an adrenaline junkie after a while. The longer you do it, the harder it is to go back to being a civilian. of all the flashbacks and inability to rest. One minute you're sitting in a diner talking about pancakes, and the next you're skewering the waitress because you think she has Medusa hair. Um, or so I hear. The sooner we jump out of this, the healthier it's going to be for the both of us. Or, Or at least you. But
2: this is the only thing that's even tasted remotely close to fulfilling. I can't... I I can't go back to the old way of doing things. Have you ever considered the idea that adventuring isn't meant to fulfill you? What do you mean? Reality is, my friend. The excitement in your heart. The addiction to adrenaline. The terror of going back to live as a normal radish farmer. All of this points towards the fact that adventuring has given you a taste of something. But that taste is it the main course? Go on. There's something far more valuable than taste, far more valuable than the joy and rush of trying out something new. Searching is fun, yes, but but the real joy is in the joy of finding. I can't find anything, Crax. No matter how hard I try, this adventuring path is bringing me nothing. That's because, my friend, adventuring is how you find the purpose of your life, but adventuring, Is not the purpose. That's like saying cooking a meal is how you fulfill your hunger. Cooking a meal doesn't make you satisfied. But eating it does. I don't understand at all. You are at the end of the journey. And you have nothing to show for it. You fought powerful beasts. Mouthed off to Sinterax and lived. But now you have nothing but empty air and a taped together stick to show for it. I... Just wanted to feel something more than... than this emptiness. I know. But you're looking to the wrong thing. There is a place, Thornwick. A place that will fulfill you more than you can ever know. If you drink of the waters of rescue, we'll never thirst again. Is that metaphorical? Or physical? Like I'll never get thirsty again? Or... Metaphorical. I mean, there are other kinds of wells that... To eliminate all thirst forever, but that's not what I'm talking about. I mean that you have a real chance to find out your purpose. To find true fulfillment. But I tried that once before. Did you? Or did you half-ass it up until the point where something spooked you and you bailed? I mean, that is our MO for everything. It's going to be in our charter and going to help us draft it.
4: I already have the legal documents prepared.
2: I won't lie to you, Thornwick. The road to the water's isn't an easy one, but believe it or not, it's because you choose to make it hard. But even with your heart, your temperament, your pettiness and incompetency, you can reach the waters. Really? Yes. Yes, you can. Take the map, my friend. Seek them out. Grex, what if it doesn't work out? What if it's some kind of clever kidney-stealing scam? Everything in this life is some kind of clever kidney-stealing scam, my friend. Everything except for this one. I'm not here to sell anything to you. I'm just here to give you an opportunity. An opportunity to find a real purpose. Something past getting lost in a dungeon and gnawing on ham bones to survive. I want that. Grex, I want that purpose. Then go find it. You're... You're right. I will. I will go find it. Give me that map.
3: This again? Come on, dude. This is a total waste of our time. Our time?
2: Our time. Bob, you are nothing more than a grade-A jackass. You lied to me, manipulated me, and then mocked me for being such a sucker. Who's even to say that you're invited on this trip?
3: Oh, what? So I'm not invited because of the fact that I didn't tell you that we were playing make-believe down here?
2: No, you're not invited because you don't respect me as a person.
3: I do, you idiot. I respect you enough to never want you to have to live the kind of life that I did once. This whole adventuring, finding, seeking, it only leads to sorrow. Is it so wrong for me, your best friend, to want to stop you through subterfuge and filthy filthy lies?
0: Yes! Yes
3: it is! Well tough, because I'm coming with you, and I'm way too big and strong for you to stop me.
2: Look, Bob. You've been my best friend for... longer than I've ever had in my entire life of friendships. But I cannot abide by you lying to me anymore.
3: I want the truth from now on, Bob. Nothing but Not the truth. Dude, I don't know. I know you probably want to wrap this whole thing up nice and tightly to put a bow on our altercation before we embark on a new adventure, but... But real life doesn't work like that. I don't regret what I did. So what then? We move past it. We move on. Whatever stupid journey you're going on is going to need some big tough guy to soak up wounds coming in your direction. And I need a best friend to keep me company.
2: I'm not pretending that this didn't happen, Bob.
3: I'm not asking for you to pretend it didn't happen. I'm saying we shouldn't have to resolve it. That's ludicrous, Bob. Everyone knows that whenever something
2: dramatic happens, it has to be resolved within a timely fashion. (laughs) Not
3: this thing. Because honestly, honestly, I think you're making a poor choice trying to go down this road again.
2: Whatever, Bob. This whole thing is stupid. But be warned, we will resolve this thing. Never!
4: And just so
2: we are clear, we are going on this adventure together there, right? Sure, whatever.
4: Perfect! Like, is this an open invitation? Anna,
2: go with them. They might need you more than you think. I know you can find the waters on your own, but there is strength in numbers.
4: But aren't you going to, like, come with us? I would, but
2: I fear I have instructions to handle other things. Plus, after ten years of being in a coma, I need to meet with
4: Kaylin. Whoever she is, she sounds great. All
2: right, fellas. My work is done here. I'm out.
4: Away!
3: Well, you ready to go, Bob? I would follow you anywhere, Thornwick, even when it involves walking in a giant hole.
4: I firmly believe that you will both die on this journey in a horrible manner. So, like, I'm in until that happens.
2: Well, I wouldn't mind the company, Bob.
3: Eh, if you're hoping for a potential love interest vibe, it ain't gonna happen. Thornwick's oblivious and terrible with women, and I sabotage any close relationships I have due to my fear of being vulnerable.
4: I don't know what that
2: is. Wait. What about your friends, Adventures Forever Incorporated?
4: Like, they won't mind.
0: Like hell we won't. Anna, we leave you alone for one week, and this is how you repay us? You're a lifer, Anna. Once you're in, you can't get out unless you die. Aren't you some kind of hostage, Jack? Maybe. I don't know.
6: Anna, you took a sacred vow five years ago that you would fight alongside Adventures Forever Incorporated for the rest of your life. The word forever is in our name, for heaven's sakes.
4: Oh, man... Where am I? Miriam? Why is
0: she here? A crazy powerful nihilist incarnate of Iaquatha who's lost all purpose in life? We'd be crazy not to recruit her.
4: I just woke up from a nap. Is this the morgue?
6: Better. Listen here, Anna. You belong to us. We own you and everything about you.
3: Wow, that is harsh.
6: You were gonna die before we saved you. They have special executions for elves. I saved you.
4: Like, look, let me just go on this quick side quest and I'll be back before you know it. They always say that.
6: Then they bail.
4: This thing we do?
6: Making cash? Fighting evil? Doing deeds? It's a special kind of group. The kind that no one leaves
0: alive. Our bond is more meaningful than whatever you're after with these guys. No one gets out alive.
6: So you have a choice. You can stay and enjoy the pleasures of being one of our good friends. Or you can die
0: with them. It's literally in our charter.
4: Crap. He's, like, technically right.
6: Come on, Anna. Come back to us, and all is forgiven. With Janine and Meredith, you're not the only girl in the party now.
4: You know, I, like, always looked up to you guys. I always wanted to be human. And I did, like, so many awful things in the hope of becoming human. I bit food and chewed it in my mouth, swallowing it, which was weird. I would sometimes stretch my arms out and complain about feeling blah today. I even, like, started a painting for nearly two days. But in the end, it didn't do me any good. It didn't help me become human.
6: Who cares if you're human? It's not that great. Jack's not a human.
0: Aye, but dwarves are born, not created by magic. So, you know, we aren't freakish aberrations that don't belong.
4: I want to belong. I want purpose. I want meaning. I want whatever this colossal wuss standing next to me has been crying for nearly three hours about. I want what he wants. So I'm going my own way. And you know what? I'm going to be happy this way.
0: Perhaps you misheard us. No one gets out alive.
4: Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. I have the perfect solution to this entire situation. And what's that? Run! Run in any and all directions! Ah!
3: Running!
2: Flee!
0: Ah! After them! You can't escape your destiny, Anna!
3: Quick, this way, through this winding corridor. It's perfect. Look, I see the light. This must be the exit. Are we going to just breeze past how easy it is to get in and out of this dungeon? Yes.
4: Quick, we're almost out.
2: And they're standing right in front
0: of us. You know I can teleport the group, right? Crap. End of the line. We're going to have to kill you two, Thornwick
6: and Bob. Anna, you can live. (laughs)
3: Haha! <laughs> no one here is allowed to kill me. No one except for Thornwick. And you
2: just threw your
0: spear clean over Laddish's head.
3: Man, I have got to take lessons on how to throw a spear.
0: Maybe in another life. Prepare to die. Swords up! Weapons ready.
4: Foes drawn. Rocks ready. OW! Spellbook prepared.
2: Oh. It didn't cut. I think it would.
3: Attack!
0: Slashing axe attack!
3: (laughs) Dodge and rock throw!
4: Eat my arrows, foul villain slash former employer.
0: Ancient song of the sun, let these fools burn as well. Ah, Bob, I'm on fire! That's the spirit, (laughs) Thornwick. Oof, right in the face! Hey,
3: watch it, Bob. I'm a brawling man, Fist Fighter Extraordinaire! Bob, stop punching his shield! Oof, oof, uh, it hurts!
2: Then stop.
3: Must keep punching pure steel with my hands!
0: Weird, everything's frozen into place. Everything except us. I have cast a spell that freezes time. Good thinking. So, how are we going to get out of this pickle? I did it so that I may have the supreme pleasure of ending your life! That
2: doesn't sound at all like a good escape plan. What if we were to- Ready your spellbook, Thornwick. I want a proper duel. Why must we fight? We're both tall and pale. We're basically the same person. Why? Why? I'll
0: tell you why. Cause. Cause why? Cause I feel like it. Now ready your spellbook, Thornwick! Spellbook?
2: Spellbook? I have the Bobinson staff. You're going to need a hospital when I'm done with you, on account of all the injuries that you're going to have.
0: I don't know why I try. I really don't. I I think at my core I'm a dreamer. I have this idea in my head of having a sacred duel with another wizard, but when it actually happens, it's this! You, waving a stick at me that's been taped together. Standard fight.
2: This thing isn't some cheap gimmick. It's a totem. You see, while I might be an idiot, and I might be weak, there is someone who really, truly does care about me. He cares enough to have given me this ancient artifact of supreme power.
0: It's a stick! It's a dumb, dumb stick, and you are dumb for using it!
2: To you... It's just a stick. To me, it's a symbol of someone who cares. Who cares enough to try and stop me from killing myself. Who cares enough to try and give me courage. And while he might be misguided and be a colossal buffoon in every way, he does care about me. And that, my friend, that's what makes this stick more than just a stick. His friendship to me transforms this thing into into a totem. Fire away! It worked! Holy crap, it worked! I blasted him right in the bones!
0: Ow, my bones! I channeled
2: all of my power into this totem. Ah,
0: My long speech actually made some level of sense. I can't move! You hit me really good! Oh
2: goodness, you aren't dying, are you? I mean, it's fun to goof around and all, but I've never actually killed a man. But I mean, it was in self-defense,
0: so I guess that's okay. Ooh, what a pickle. Perhaps I was wrong about you, Thornwick. You might just be (coughs)
2: an actual wizard. And maybe I was wrong about you, Fergus, because at the end of this day, you might just be the one who's dead. So...
0: badass. I may arrive. Unfreeze time!
3: Help! Ugh, all of my fingers are broken. Wait, Fergus.
6: What happened, man? A second ago you were just standing there, and now you're on the ground all
3: mangled.
0: Thornwick blasted me with a powerful spell. <laughs> nice one.
3: <laughs> well, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> Great joke, Fergus.
4: I do not understand humor. But I believe that you are lying for the purpose of causing laughter. Is it really
2: so hard to believe that I'm a stone-cold killer with magic?
0: Thornwick, you have won the day. And my respect. Seriously? Anna, you may go. For Thornwick bought your life when he showed me mercy by not kicking me in the head a dozen times after blasting me. Oh, crap. Yeah, I totally could have done that.
6: Wait, but what about our charter? Our rules? Our regulations. Our charter has a whole trial-by-combat thing, remember? I've got to actually read that thing one of these days.
4: Indeed, you do. Laddish, I am invoking Article 387
6: on you. Janine, I thought I managed to ditch you somewhere. What's Article 387? <clears throat>
4: Article 387 indicates that if any member of the party is married, engaged, or hitherto for a significant other to any relationship that isn't based on forcing empathy with the audience, that member's significant other has the legal right to invoke the radish rule.
6: Crap. The radish rule. That's like the opposite of deus ex machina.
4: Any individual who owns a radish farm and neglects it for the term of five or more years must return home and serve out a term of equal time.
6: How the hell did that get in there?
4: Like, don't ask me. I just draft what I'm told. Wink. You're supposed to wink, Anna, not say it.
6: Wait, is that one in there at all? Or did Janine put you up to this?
4: It's all here. Look.
6: Well, if I could read, I'd probably be able to find the truth out.
3: Wait, you can't read?
6: I'm a knight, not a nerd. That's why I have Fergus around, to read stuff for me.
0: Yes, my intense magical prowess is a close second to my ability to read.
6: Well, we are bound to our rules and regulations more than anything. I suppose I must return home for five years. But be warned, Anna. After those five years, I'll be back. And Adventures Forever Incorporated will be back in action.
0: Farewell, Thornwick. As is a custom of the Southern Tower, I give you this pendant. Whisper my name, and I shall arrive in a pinch to assist you in your troubles. Wait, you're my slave now. No. Those who are able to defeat Southern Tower Wizards earn their respect and may invoke them for help. Like moving heavy objects? Or giving opinions
3: on formal wear
0: for dinner. You know, I'm just going to pocket this pendant and just tell people that I gave it to you. That's fair. We would have activated it over a volcano, guaranteed. Someday, Thornwick, we will square off again. And then, then we will see who the true wizard is. Spoiler alert, it's going to be me. I swear I'm going to kill you. I'm going to violate my code of ethics, summon a war devil, and watch it tear you to pieces!
6: Fergus, reel it in. We gotta go back home. Does this mean I can finally go home? Nope. Grab him, Fergus. He'll be handy for fighting radish fiends. Help! Help! Officer! Assault! Have fun, Anna. Come crawling back to the farm when you fail miserably on your own.
4: Like, bye.
3: That wasn't very nice of them. Well, we'll probably run into them again soon, but not too soon. Now what?
4: Ugh, my head... Where am I? Oh crap, they left Miriam. The box! Where is it? Grax-like stole it out of Thornwick's bag and then vanished. That
2: can't be true. Wait, it is true. Damn, this cardboard box is far more convincing than I realize. You can literally see the edges are worn off. Well, it convinced
3: me. Fools. Everyone, fools. Well, let's
4: get going. And where are you all going?
3: Off
2: to find the waters of rescue.
3: They're supposed to fulfill us.
4: And just leave me here? Without my minions or anything to do? Um, yeah? Please. Please
0: don't leave me alone. Oh. Um, this is kind of awkward.
3: But we generally don't travel with people who tried to kill us.
4: I have immense magical power. My head is clearing... Whatever strange magic that genie cursed me with, it's gone. Please, let me come with you. You don't even know where
2: we're going.
4: I don't care, as long as I'm not alone. Well,
3: I don't have a problem with it. I don't know,
4: she seems pretty
3: evil. Dude, what was the most evil thing that she did, other than try to end existence itself? Well... Nothing, I
2: guess.
3: Come on, it'll be fun.
2: Very well, Miriam. You may
0: journey with us. Excellent. Excellent.
4: (laughs) Um, why are you laughing like that? Just happy, that's all. Me too. Like, we're wasting daylight. Where's our first stop, Thornwick?
2: Hmm, the map says that we must travel to the east, where we will find the Tower of Pride and also Knives.
3: Dude, that is a long distance from here. It
2: is far.
3: Far enough to where there probably won't be any kind of meaningful encounters for at least a few months. Well,
2: let's go. Alright team, we're on the move. Next stop, an entirely new adventure. Onward, to find the Waters of Rescue.
3: And immediately we walk into a swamp.
2: Don't worry, Bob. The map says we only need to go through,
3: um, nine
2: swamps to get to our destination.
3: (sighs) Let's hope season four has dry boots. Well, folks, that's it for the season. We hope that you've enjoyed this exciting journey starring Thornwick and Bob. Now, the adventure is far from over, so keep your eyes peeled for the next season. We don't quite know when it's coming out yet, but don't worry, we'll let you know soon enough. I want to give a special thanks to our editor, voice actor, and all-around rock star, James Brown, for his hard work in making this the best season we've ever had. His hard work and dedication really shows, and Team WSBA's is thankful. And, of course, special thanks to our regular actors, Kayla Tallis, Stephanie Barda, Rodney Pyatt, Michael Yackley, and, of course, all of our guest stars. And a special thanks to Going In Blind Podcast's Morgan Jenkins for his work as Fergus the Wizard. This is Andrew Portio saying, I'll see you real soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring. If you want to access additional content or learn more about the world, please check out www.badadventurers.com. WSBA is a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Check out other shows like The DM's Block, Geek Wars, and more at blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. Sound effects provided by battlebards.com. Music and sound effects for any tabletop scenario.